What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. Humor still going strong, man. Yeah. What a interesting week. Huh? Yeah. I thought last week was exciting. This week, quite exciting also. And same, same, same in the same ministries. Yeah. Right. Same, same realm. Stuff wow. going on. It's the hot seat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Then plus, you know, the co-play concerts happening oh, yeah. right now. That's true. Yesterday yeah. was the first day. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Photos and everything are coming around. Yeah, yeah. But uh, how, how do you feel about it? You are going for the Coldplay concert. It's how Friday, do you feel yeah. about it? Uh, I mean, I'm super excited. I haven't like uh, listened to as much of Coldplay that I would or like that I did last time. But I will also say that because it's one of six shows, right? Yeah. Feels a little less special. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't... I, I, I don't... I don't know about you, but like even just as someone who's, who likes Coldplay but is not going for the concert, yeah, kind of muted uh, everything. Also, I thought you were going to shit on uh, me being uh, uh, annoying about that. You also feel it. Uh, it's less, it feels less special. I mean, like literally, I only like, I was like, oh yeah, it was the Coldplay concert yesterday, that kind of thing when I saw it on the news. Yeah, yeah, because it's also, oh, it's also the Coldplay concert today. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and it's also the Coldplay concert. <laughs> it's almost like, it feels almost like like, hey, you know, asking someone about taking their vaccination like that. Like, hey, uh, when when you go for I'm going Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, I scheduled I schedule for yeah, on the third day. Third day. You schedule a day, a day. Yeah. Oh, very shag after the concert. Oh, you know. It feels like that, like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, uh, almost like everyone is going for it kind of feel. Then I won't be surprised if there are people like at the last minute just, you know, vacating tickets because they yeah. fall sick or something. Yeah. So you even get people, hey, you went, it was damn good. Is it okay? Yeah. okay I tried this Friday. I tried, I tried. I tried Which feels yeah. damn... Okay, so I mean, of course, it's it's allowing more people to enjoy the right, wonder right, that right. is Coldplay. Yeah. But... No exclusivity. Yeah. No exclusivity. Yeah, like. yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, man. So they got six. Taylor Swift also got six, right? More, more. I can't remember exactly, but, but quite, yeah. Then now Bruno Mars some. is climbing up. I yeah, think yeah. he had one, then, then two more, right? Yeah, Open yeah, up. Yeah, adding more. I tell you, he's got a thing. I say, hey, if they can do six, because uh, yeah. his is at a smaller venue, like, it's not National Stadium, right? I don't know. I haven't even been following the whole thing, like, but yeah. Yeah, Coldplay. So enjoy that, enjoy. I mean, I'll still have fun, but uh, I won't. I won't deny that it being like one of six shows, right, mm. makes it a bit less special. I mean, you do sound like you're just trying to convince yourself. I'll still have fun, you know. I mean, I'll have fun. I'll definitely have fun. I'll definitely have fun. <laughs> they they came years ago. I loved it. Uh, and this one will it will be fun. Of course, now also I'm thinking of all the crowds, and I'm like. Mm. Do I really want... But Coldplay is great. Coldplay is great. I'm just saying that internally, you know, yeah, I yeah. feel less special. And pro tip, just yeah, pre-game lah, before you Oh, go. yeah, yeah. yeah pre-game yeah, definitely yeah, going to be yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, like. yeah, pre-game, yeah. in-game, post-game, yeah, and all. Yeah, yeah. So that that will definitely help. Okay. But coming from a sober point of view, uh, yeah, like, it feels one of six shows. Mm-hmm. Correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, I mean, you're, you're not going lah, right? I'm not. How come? Uh? I think I talked about it before, where yeah. it's just... Um, you get to a certain point where like, okay, you had a great memory of attending a Coldplay concert in your life and you don't want to stain it by going when you're older when you you know you enjoyed standing around being sweaty and hot and not being able to go toilet and all that and not knowing half the songs since the last time you went, you know? Mm. I, I, I don't want to ruin the memory. It's like a very nice, like beautiful relationship in the past. It was good. You never have to revisit it again, you know? Ah, really? Yeah. 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 But so so you will never see someone in concert twice? No, no, it depends. If uh-huh. I've been keeping up with uh, the yeah. new stuff they've been coming out. Yeah. But you know, Coldplay had 
like you know they collab with BTS and things. Do you uh, know that's those that song that they yeah, did with yeah, BTS? Know. You know uh, lyrics and you sing along uh, everything. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that tells you much. <laughs> that tells you yeah, BTS, K-pop, made a lot of money together. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly my point. Yeah, yeah. I'm I was past that phase really. Like. So that means it's not so much that you went once, you had a great experience and you mm. don't want to taint it. It's just you haven't been keeping up. Because like, if, mm. if it's the former, then it feels like, wow, but then yeah, you're, aren't you like limiting yourself from experiencing something that could be great? But then again, they will play all the old songs yeah. that I knew before again. Yeah. But I had such a great experience the last time and I know from past experience with National Stadium, like going to concerts at the National Stadium or that, they're just not, they just doesn't feel the same. La. But the, the last arena, time you went, National Stadium? No, no, no. Last time I watched Coldplay was overseas. Yeah. Oh. In a much smaller venue. Like, you know, when when, Cope, when Chris Martin was swinging that ball during Fix You, right? The climatic uh-huh. part. The ball literally was like, I don't know, it's, it's a very small radius, la, basically. Uh-huh. This one, the ball, I think, will walk. Fucking huge, yeah. It yeah. will go around the whole football field, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're, you're lucky, if you're within like, 20 meters. No, but there are a lot ball. more balls. Like. Oh, yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Just like a lot more concerts, a lot more balls. <laughs> so not special. Where's my one ball? One, one ball. Mono ball. ball mono ball. Yeah. The mono ball. You will have a lot of balls. A lot though, of right? balls. Yeah, yeah. A lot you of might it. even touch one because... No, because I went yeah. the last time and I think uh, I may have touched the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One uh, of the many balls. One of the many balls. <laughs> <laughs> I touched one ball. Yeah. I'm a one ball man. So maybe it's because <laughs> I never experienced the mono ball Chris concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Coldplay concert. Mine started off many balls. So now I'm going to another concert. There'll probably be many balls again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, cool play. Mm. Um, but aside from that, there's also a lot of uh, serious things happening that we yeah, can talk about. Yeah. But before all that, um, what do we have to tell people? Uh, that if you're new to the podcast or you've been listening for a while, it'd be great if you could tell at least one other person who may not have heard of us. Uh, you can subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Spotify or any podcast platforms. Turn on notifications so you know whenever a new podcast drops. Mm. And also, I mean, all the regular social media where we are posting short clips and getting some interesting comments. Mm. Uh, what else? Uh, email us at contactministryoffunny.com if you want to work with us. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Sweet. Well, jumping into the first big topic. Yeah. What is this topic? Yeah. Uh, first, first big topic. I remember it, it came out on Tuesday and we were like, ah, shit. It, if only this came out on Monday for our first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this news dropped... Uh, Actually, no. It, it, it came out Monday. Monday. Yeah. came out Monday. After we recorded. Gen. After we recorded. That is yeah. true. And it was the big announcement that the whole plan to uh, replace the older ticketing system with mm. Simply Go by LTA was shelved. Mm. And that commuters no longer need to switch to Simply Go yeah. by June 2024. Okay. So, so can we just take a time out to just like... Uh, Get it out of our systems. Mm. Uh, all the no, the simply go puns that everyone is joking about. Because like, yeah. I think there's so many, we just need to scratch the itch and never go back to them. Yeah, which one is no it? go for simply go. Uh, simply go stun. Yeah, go simply go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, what else? Isoran had to simply go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> simply no more go or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> anymore? Anymore? <laughs> no, I think yeah, we got them all the yeah. way, like, Right? Yeah. Because yeah, I, I feel like wow, those keep coming up. I'm like enough, lah, guys. Enough. We get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. the first few times it was funny. Now it's um. Yeah. I haven't seen any puns today. <laughs> oh no, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, simply go. Uh, I mean, it's just actually the more you dig into it, the more uh interesting it is, like, Because yeah. basically, like all the uh titles of the articles or a lot of them were things like uh, let's see, yeah. Uh, uh, government spending forty million for hardware replacement, system mm. maintenance to mm. extend ticketing system, uh, said by LTA. Mm. So a big thing is there, like um, there will be forty million Singapore dollars allocated to support 
the continuous use of EasyLink and NetsFab FlashPay cards alongside SimpliGo. Mm, mm, mm. So, so that was like, oh, uh, 40 million. And I mean, the the news that it will be phased out came in January 9th, I think. Yeah. So within the span of like two weeks, it's been reversed. Like. Yeah, yeah. On the back of, remember we talked about Bus 167 being yeah. reinstated. Yeah, yeah. Service. So the second U-turn by LTA and all that. Yeah. Oh, another meme I heard is like, oh, of course LTA is familiar with U-turns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> enough, enough. King of U-turns. King of yeah. U-turns. Okay. But, um, but what, what, okay, so, you know, we talked about SimpliGo last week, right? Mm. Did it ever occur to you that, okay, this might be a possibility or in your mind, I was like, okay, confirm this is no choice, like we just have to listen. I think towards the end of last week, mm. um, apparently people who tried to go and upgrade their EasyLink cards or something yeah. were turned away saying that uh, they were suspending the the upgrading or changing of cards oh, yeah, or something. Yeah. So there was a bit of um, buzz on the ground about, oh, is something going to happen? I think oh. Bertha Hansen was posting about it and things like that. Lah. Yeah, uh, people have been posting about so it. So you, you already had that seed of that thought in your mind? Eh? Yeah, yeah. But I think the swiftness of everything kind of surprised me because literally... In the last 24 hours, I think Chi Hong Tat was <laughs> sworn, in, sworn in by PM Lee and congratulated by PM Lee on taking over the Ministry of Transport portfolio from Iswaran. Go ahead, shake hands with Tamar and all. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. So the photo just wow, fresh off the press and then wow, boom, first thing that they had to announce via Facebook as a Facebook post or so. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. Not even a press conference or whatever. Yeah. So I think, I think like, um, when we recorded last week, for me it was like this will definitely not happen, like this reversal thing, like. Oh, you yeah. oh this was, oh you thought there was zero chance, is it? I thought yeah. Oh. So in this case, I, I am the one. I'm like, no, we've seen this time and again. Something's yeah, yeah, decided. Yeah. The moment there's cost savings, it's gonna be very hard to U-turn here. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, but I think the changing thing, right, was the whole Isforan thing and Chiang Da taking over. Oh really? I think so. Why do you think that was the? I mean. Okay, so okay, so this one purely speculation, purely, yes. purely speculation. You have someone coming in, uh, to take over a ministry that has been a few, few taints lah, right? Yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the past few weeks with yeah. Swaran, uh, with uh, the one six seven, and yeah, generally a lot of like negative air lah. Mm. So if you were coming on board and you want to generally bring people like, okay, I listen to you. Yeah, what is the one thing you would do? Uh, it's something like this. Mm. The only thing that surprises me is like 40 million is not a small number. Sure. Yeah. Right? Even for the bus 167, they made a big thing about how it was what, two two or three million can yeah. be saved. Yeah. And that justified it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that is just me speculating. Like, there has a new guy coming in, right? He was like, first meeting, you know what? All the shit that was done that I couldn't say no to, now yeah. I'm saying no. Yeah. Uh, Actually, that's true. Huh? That means it's like sort of putting your foot down and this is, yeah. this is my... The path that I'm I'm setting as the transport yeah, minister. Yeah, I listen to the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like all the people, the senior citizens, the pioneer generation, we listen to you. Even if it costs more, our priority is you. Then mm. boom. Uh, but but to me, I, I, I can see that as a potential, like what you say, speculation, speculating mm. that this uh, is a power move. Like, yeah, the power move. Uh, but I think to me, if just looking at it from a purely administrative standpoint, the straw that seems to have broken a camel's back was the fact that the SimpliGo app like crashed or slowed mm. down and, you know, uh, they were having a lot of difficulties upgrading people's cards and everything like, because of that. Uh, because that, to me, kind of sp- kind of spelt out that the whole implementation was not thought out, thought through. Like. Mm. If you want evidence that it was not well planned or thought through, 
that is the evidence. Uh, the implementation was was the from day one already was very bad already, mm. you know. Because that's something you can almost prepare for. Yeah, you should be preparing for. You should like if you're if you're transition transitioning a whole system within six months, the first day one of the transition should be like smooth already. Like maybe if you tell me like okay, you know, uh, everyone slow down a little bit, but literally I think the the thing was like not working well, right? It was mm. slowing down and the app was slowing down and crashing and things like that. Mm-hmm. So so that tells me uh, something's not uh, not smoothly planned out. But even then, like, I mean, there have been times in the past, especially LTA, like, remember mm. when there were so many MRT breakdowns? Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Every, I think there was mounting anger towards, like, LTA and, like, um the Ministry of Transport and all. Yeah. I don't know whether MRT falls under LTA. Is that I mean, the, yeah, transport, yeah, the, the maintenance, everything. Yeah. yeah, and it felt like they were just weathering the storm, mm-hmm. right? And to their credit, I mean, now breakdowns is less top of mind, you know? Yeah. Last time I remember it was late, I was like, of course, like, MRT will be late. <laughs> that was the most convenient excuse yeah. last time, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was that, then after a few years later, it was like the Grab, Grab, uh, the Grab app has some issues, oh, yeah, the yeah, some issues, yeah. No, I legitimately remember, like, during that time breakdown, when someone messages you, oh, MRT breakdown, you almost, oh, okay, I understand, yeah, happens, okay, so, you know, yeah, fr- yeah. Uh, free pass, free pass. Yeah, yeah. But then they came through it, you know, yeah, they changed yeah. the, the, the minister. So this one, it felt like they were just going to weather the storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like, I mean, you also get like commercial apps or non-government apps that have uh, influx and they go down. But it's almost like, like it's like, you know what Shamugam said on our podcast with Pofma, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sure, there is short-term uh, uproar, backlash and all. But in the long term, right, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. When people look back, this was like declared like fake news. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And it's almost putting the short-term aside. Like. So this one felt like it was going to be that. Like. Mm-hmm. That was a surprise, right? Yeah, so yeah. surprise. Because again, like, I mean, they also like, Quite pegro la, like oh okay can again but forty million ah. yeah, yeah forty million is going to be used to upgrade the hardware and the software to maintain this in parallel mm-hmm. but that's where uh you know commentators like Bertha Hansen were pointing out that why then why will you announce such an important decision on Facebook because uh why are you trotting out this forty million number uh and not really giving more details about it mm. like do you mean that you have to spend an additional forty million like that uh, or were, are you talking about that you would have saved forty million from you know uh, sunsetting the easy link uh, the old easy link system la, right mm. so it just means that yeah la, you can't save forty million versus you're spending additional forty million oh you can say that's the two sides of the same coin but you got to remember implementing a new system like simply go also would cost money la, right mm. so if you're shelving the implementation how much do you save on shelving the implementation la, right oh yeah, yeah, yeah so I of course. Maybe the numbers have already been worked out and all in all net net is forty million uh extra that you have to spend or forty million not saved. But those details would have been helpful. Uh. Similar to what we talked about, bus one six seven, right? Mm-hmm. Saying that they saved two and a, two million, whatever the number was. But the question is, oh, but how much would you have had to spend to subsidize the extra train rides that were compensated for the bus service going down, uh, right? Mm. So again, the use of numbers, like what you said. Uh, a bit of a pagro move, uh, but without more details about how long this forty million is spent and why is it saved or is it spent or what? Uh, kind of a pointless, kind of a pointless number, la, Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, yeah. I I hope there are more questions about that because already earlier this week there were mm. four parliamentary questions field uh, fielded for next week's uh, next like the parliament sitting in February uh, okay, relating okay. to simply go Yeah. A lot of it was like, okay, what is the rationale? What have there have, how many cases of overcharging have there been? So mm. it was going to be discussed in Parliament. Yeah. I assume this would also be discussed in Parliament, la, like what is the breakdown? Because 
when you first started just now, I was like, no, but what's the difference? Spending versus savings. But I get what you mean, like, the new ones. Like. Yeah. It's like at home, right? If I tell my wife, okay, I'm going to spend like $500 to do, to, I don't know, like get, like upgrade my bicycle or something. Or mm-hmm. going to save $500 to do this very different meaning like. very different yeah, yeah. very different very different, uh, <laughs> very different consequences yeah. uh, circumstances and all it's like e-commerce the e-commerce uh, platforms are right uh, save this save that right if you just don't buy anything <laughs> you save the best way to save yeah. 100% savings <laughs> don't buy <laughs> payday sale save this GST rising save this I'm like then just don't buy then you yeah, save don't anything. buy it exactly <laughs> exactly don't buy it yeah. but I mean I was also surprised that in these articles there were certain things that came out that I don't remember reading reading last mm. week. Basically, yeah. they said that in 2021, there was a trial of mm. the account-based ticketing cards, right? Which is what the Simply Go thing with a thousand concession card holders. Mm. And there was feedback that uh, the, 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 the group which had the most concerns were seniors who were worried about the absence of fair and balanced display at the station gates. Mm. So there was really that feedback. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't recall reading it last week. I might be wrong, but it feels like, oh, Okay, so then it's maybe one of those things that, like any focus group, right? I mean, we do focus group for our TV shows also. I'm not saying we have to do, you know, yeah. we do it. And sometimes you get some feedback where you're like, okay, it's, just, it's, a, it's a vocal minority. Like. Mm. But for the majority, it works. But in this case, it feels like somewhere along the lines, maybe they thought, okay, this is a small problem that will be solved. Like. Mm, mm. Yeah, so so that, was, that was interesting. And then that's also another thing that shows, okay, where... Then your trial process must be more robust, lah. Yeah, yeah. Right. And and the question is, how small is a small minority, la, mm, Right. Mm. I would say maybe about two thirds of commuters have moved on to use Simply Go, la, Whether it's a card based or account based, la, Right. Yeah. And, and I think the differentiation is card based, meaning that the value is stored in the card. Mm. Account based means the value is stored in the cloud. Then you yeah. access through your credit card or whatever, la, Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the I, I think about two-thirds have already transitioned to simply go either account, on account or card-based, right? Whereas one-third is still using the EasyLink uh, so card-based When you say system. account or card-based, simply go, it's all account-based, right? Uh, no, it's both. You can still have a... Oh, yeah, yeah it is account-based, like, yeah, like, account-based, but you yeah. can still, whether you use your card or you use your, your credit card, credit or, card or, like, yeah, yeah, correct, correct, or yeah, use yeah. a special simply yeah, go but card. all yeah. account-based. Account-based, yeah, sorry, account-based. Yeah. So, I think... Yeah, one third of people still seem to be, want to use the old card-based mm. system, the like EasyLink system. Mm. Uh, it's a minority, yes, but is it a small minority? Yeah, you know, one in three. Uh, one in three people still want that system. Uh, so that's why I'm like, uh, it also tells us a little bit about all of us, like, right, as a mm. population. Like, if two thirds of people want something, and or not say want something, but two thirds of people have already moved on to using something, and one third still wants to hold on to the the old system. Yeah. Uh, is it right to say that oh, majority of users already have moved on to the system, right? Yeah, Two thirds. Yeah. Is that is that a convincing enough majority? You think? Yeah. Uh, I think depends. Like uh, the next level between that is like okay, what is the demographic of the one third? Because mm-hmm. uh, in this case, let's say two thirds of, let's say assuming the whole pool is technologically savvy people. Yeah. Two thirds yeah, yeah. have moved on. One third haven't. You can assume that okay, if you mandate everybody move on, yeah. the one third will jump on board. Correct, correct. But in this case, the wanted is, I'm assuming, likely to be more elderly people, mm. more, uh, less tech-savvy people. Yeah. So, in some way, like, even though they might think, oh, it's a good idea, the actual mm. practical application is very different. Because mm. imagine mm. if suddenly they say all hawker centers, right, you cannot pay with cash. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would assume more people pay with, pay. actually, do you think more people pay with 
pay pay now or cash uh, for hawker centers? Uh, at this point, I think still more cash. Than, or more cash. Uh? Yeah, than 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 the pay now. Yeah. Oh, I see. From from just anecdotally, just looking at it. Just looking. Uh. but yeah, it's one of those things. Like, but for you, two thirds is enough. Uh. I mean, that's our <laughs> election. Uh, yeah, lah. Yeah. No, uh, to me, I think. Uh, what like uh, one thing that also was in his Facebook post, like, right? He pointed out that um, even in other cities like uh London and Hong Kong, this account based uh account based system, like, right? Like simply go, they also the cards do not display fair deductions, unlike the the card based uh, mm. system, like, right? Mm, mm, mm. So he's saying that you know, hey, you know, you look at other country, also same as Singapore, it's a technical thing, like we can't. You can't help it, lah. Mm. Uh, but that points out. I mean, his sentence literally points out that there's still two systems. That the, these countries still use two, two systems: systems yeah. account-based and card-based. But in Singapore, what we they were advocating for was removing the card-based mm. system entirely. So there's no choice for you. And I think that maybe is one bugbear, la, one problem, la, right? Mm. That we are not offering more choices for people. We are taking away their choices. Whereas in these countries. Yeah, they have the account-based system, but they still leave the card-based system there. Yeah, yeah. So, so that to me, like, yeah, the, this talk about majority and minority also kind of uh, bleeds into that. Like, like, why can't yeah? Why why should we remove uh, a choice for the one third of people, like, right? Yeah, yeah. And force them to move on to another system when they are so used to the older system. Right? That's maybe the bigger thing. Like, why change for the sake of change? Uh, you know. Yeah. As opposed to yeah, like, You say you have to. You don't. You you want to save the money, and everything, but if there's a one third of the population still using the system. Is there grounds to just take it away entirely? Because especially also now, you know, we keep hearing a lot of things, you know, uh, forward Singapore, we're all good in this together. Yeah, yeah. Like, not say no man left behind, but along that that those ways. Because, uh, yeah. you know, like we've already heard the analogy of two Singapores. Yeah, yeah. Where we can see sometimes Singapore feels like this transactional place where people come make their money and then fuck off. Mm. So, if they go ahead with this two-third majority thing, it reinforces that. Right, right. Uh, and I think it's also the the the, the perspective. Like, is, is it they're spending an extra 40 million to take care of this? Or like, like what you said, like, it's, it's just a cost mm. of yeah. transport in a country like Singapore. Yeah. Right. And it shouldn't be seen as an added cost. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, not say you're buying a 56-inch TV when you actually can do it a 32-inch. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's for a TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so so that that was a uh, uh, I mean also one way to think about it. And then I read this one article. Uh, kudos to today talking about why contactless card payments haven't taken off in Singapore as they have elsewhere. So London and Hong Kong, yeah, they are the dual. But Japan, I think, is the one that mm. they have one card that you can pay with your phone, can show the the display, can use for motoring, and it's like a one card solution for all. Mm. And actually, the backstory is quite interesting. The, do, do you know any idea of that? No, 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 please. So so the the backstory, right? Basically. Um, back then, uh, in in twenty o two to twenty o nine, Singapore's EasyLink cards used the Sony Felica technology, mm. which mm. is the chip that is done by Sony, lah, right? Uh, and it was a chip embedded in the cards. The Octopus cards in Hong Kong uses the same technology, so it it worked like a charm, lah. But along the way, um, I think uh Singapore and the companies that was uh, manufacturing those cards, like Nets, they wanted to get into the contactless card game. Sure. So. So the the thing about these two cards, they were not interchangeable, uh, mm. uh, and they decided to develop the CPAS, mm. which was for Singapore only, mm. uh, and that's where there was a fork in the road, uh, because CPAS is only available for 
Singapore, but um, it 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 Singapore like like in Japan, right? The Felica thing, even though it was local, there was a big enough market that they could uh let uh convince even Apple to put it in their iPhones. Mm-hmm. So Japan, you can use your phone, you can use the account-based cards, you can use the store card, all one system. Yeah. In Singapore, it's almost once we did that fork in the road, right? Yeah. We are not a big enough market to convince the hardware manufacturers to include a CPAS chip. Mm-hmm. So then we have to go to the more generic, broad thing that can't do both. Yeah, yeah, it's only in countries like Japan where you have one chip that can do everything and you have volume to convince the hardware makers. Then I was like, oh shit. So I mean, the whole thing is like, back then with that fucking road, we kind of set this up a yeah, problem for ourselves. Yeah. Which I'm guessing in London, Hong Kong may be the same issue also. Uh, I don't know, but I just anecdotally, just some people who went to Hong Kong recently were just waxing lyrical about the can use octopus card. Like, like literally, like you know how our phones when you want to simply go, you yeah. still have to like double double tap your power button, scan your face, and then tap that, right? Mm. Over there, it's like you don't have to do it, you know? You, you just, just hold, hold your phone. phone there. It's so, the chip, I think, is embedded oh, is within it? the phone as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone who has knowledge of the octopus card in Hong Kong, but they just, because of this Simply Go fiasco, they were especially, this group of people especially keenly looking at how the octopus cards work. And they said it's amazing because you can really pay for everything with Octopus so like Card. So motoring, 7-Eleven. Everything, yeah. So it's just you know, topping up. Everything is just so You can easy. see the value also. I think you can see the value. And then you use your, you know, your your credit card and all that to top up the, the thing. And then like with certain cards, there's no fees and things like that. So just so convenient even for Singaporeans going to Hong Kong. Oh. Whereas like over here, here we are like, you know, oh, trying to figure out what can what card can work for what and I'm worried about my easy link for the car and things like that lah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So they, it's just like it's it's not a very pretty implementation. Uh, you never tell your friends, you know, happy you go Hong Kong. Uh? Of course, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you be uh, that person, uh, you be that person. But speaking of that that person, doesn't yeah. this also like hasn't this whole easy link thing also kind of made you question about who are the people who need to, you know, check the balances uh, how much their, their transport budget is all the time. Mm. You know, there's there have to be you know, watching so carefully about not being overcharged. Doesn't that also tell you something about like what you mentioned to Singapore's mm. our population? So because I would say a lot of people, most people that you see using the their cards or their phones on Simply Go, they they're not like and then they well, open up the app to mm. check out, right? Um but then there apparently there are people who are very quite can be quite uh they want to check their balance, yeah, right? Yeah. Doesn't that tell you something about Singapore also like, you know, uh, is there two Singapore's so one side that doesn't need to care about what their transport budget is and mm. like, but then there are those people who are really watching every cent that's going out of their wallets uh. yeah I think I think that, that, that there are those two different types of people but I think the reason why people watch might be a mix of factors like one is okay they really want to be cognizant of how much they're spending on transport I think mm. the other one is habit man mm. it's mm. almost like when you don't know right then there's uncertainty yeah because yeah. I can imagine older people with like who okay are comfortable enough to not have to worry about spending two dollars versus three dollars a day on transport. Mm. You still want to check because you don't know something that you used to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I think that to me doesn't stand out as something that shows okay there are two Singapore's. It's yeah. more like it's a habitual thing. Yeah, I w- I would say even yeah like like don't say old people like even myself and mm. you know uh, pumping petrol and all that like, right. Mm. You generally, when you pump petrol, you generally know how much money you pump. And generally, you know how much you you drive around and, and why, you know, if you took a long trip to go to Mandai or something like that, 
Mm. Yeah, then naturally you run out of gas faster, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But it helps me to also understand, okay, this is how much I'm spending on petrol and why sometimes I should choose to, you know, take the public transport instead of driving my car and all that, mm. right? Oh yeah, true. Like, so yeah, yeah. It, it, by, by habit, it helps yeah. me to, it, it reminds me that, hey, maybe I shouldn't like drive this trip like, if I can avoid it. Yeah. Like that, I mean, yeah. even buying groceries. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's say if I'm buying like physical, you know, you put in a basket and all, I will always just do a side eye and look at the things that are being checked. Mm. Because sometimes, you know, they're like, oh, buy, you get three lemons for this, six lemons for like 50% off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go there, you always in your mind, you yeah. know, wait, this fucking six lemons going to get 50% off. And you will only have bought it if there was the offer. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so you like, must know. Yeah. You must know. Then sometimes when you don't see it, you're like, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, this one. <laughs> then they're like, yes, sir, wait, wait. Uh, then they press one button and it comes off. Then, then like, okay, okay, okay. In their mind, they're like, well, yeah. one dollar also yeah. makes much noise. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is a, a thing, like, you know, yeah. like, I think it's the expectation and the 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 reality. Like once there's a mismatch, right? Mm. Tricky, like, and also their response saying, you know, it's technically possible, but it'll take time. No, but now Chiyong Tat is said it's technically not possible. And that's one thing. He said, unfortunately, there's currently no technical Correct. solution to the to slow... To see immediately. Like, uh, see immediately. To see immediately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he did also say, he told LDA, you uh-huh. know, go and look for a solution. Oh, is it? Power move, bro. Power move. Oh, Power yeah, yeah, move, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Chiyong Tat. Yeah. Yeah, Chiyong Tat, man. Yeah. Hong uh, Tat. Yeah. yeah, so, so that's what I mean. It's interesting, you know, like, like... Like if his this this is starting, I'm like, eh, hey, shit. Okay, this is. Uh, I don't know how much of a role he had to play in it. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing like for him to be second in command up to last week, probably had some say lah. Yeah, so, and probably had to distance himself from anything that Iswaran yeah. set in place lah, right? Yeah, yeah. so there's pre <laughs> pre Iswaran simply go nightmare and all. Post Iswaran is like, yo man, yeah, use whatever card you want, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll add one more layer to that lah. The fact that. Iswaran said, I am innocent. I think even more so. <laughs> yeah. Please, please distance myself from this. Correct, correct. <laughs> correct, correct. Because yeah. I mean, literally, like we, when Ong Kok Song was on last year, we asked him one question, right? You know, you say you want to keep the incumbent in balance. In mm. your previous role at GSE, what was an example of you standing up mm. to some, for something you believe correct, in? Correct. And it reviewed quite a bit, right? Yeah. So this one, Chiyong Tat, wow, like end of week one, what's an example of you standing up? You're like, bro, yeah, yeah, bro, bro. I stood up. <laughs> 17 hours after Lee Sen Long, I shook Lee Sen Long. Yeah, I stood up. <laughs> I went on my Facebook and typed out my own announcement. Yeah. Then fucking mic drop. With uh, the real Hong Tat. Please stand up. Yeah, the real Hong Tat. <laughs> <laughs> the real Hong Tat. So, yeah. I mean, interesting to see how this plays out. Mm, mm, uh, mm. I'm sure some people who already switched the card, then now they can do free switch, switch back, back, right? Yeah. They'll be like, fuck <laughs> la, this one. Make up your damn mind, man. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. overall, right, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing that they U-turn? Because some people, especially I saw on South China Morning Post saying, oh, will this affect the elections? Will this be something for the opposition to latch on to? I, I don't know. Like, I think in general, I think it's a good thing. But it, to me, it also shows, okay, like, they really, like, never plan. Uh. Mm, uh, mm. But for you? I think it's good. Yeah, It's good. Uh. Because if it also exposes that you never plan properly, something. Yeah. Then you make sure that the next time you try to pull uh, something like that, that people will at least there's a precedent, lah, right? Yeah, yeah. To reference, like, hey, are you sure you did better than this? The simply go transition. Do you check it properly? Correct, Even correct. internally for their own processes, yeah. check properly. You know, do it properly. And and no one can really tell them you all never listen to people. Yeah, yeah. If there's one ministry like the with one six seven now, they they listen. Yeah. So, but that's why I also feel like maybe if Isoran didn't go, maybe there's no there'll be a bit more leverage to be like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. You all just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was a seismic uh, crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who so, knows? Uh, who knows? Maybe 
maybe it was very important him for him to fly to Qatar and stay in that like presidential talk, suite to, to, to think talk about think about this simply issue. Simply go clear my <laughs> mind. <laughs> Only if I stay in the presidential suite, then I can. While getting a massage and eating caviar, <laughs> like, okay, wait, simply go. Is it good? How to do Is the transition? Bad? Wow, I'm yeah. thinking so hard. <laughs> Difficult. Right. Excuse me, can the champagne top up, please? <laughs> no, I need to relax. I need to go for a curious dog of the uh, incident on the dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you get me two tickets? <laughs> can. I go there and relax. <laughs> that was how it was thought through. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe that's part of his defense. Like, of course, like, you know, the Simply Go transition, ah, that was my last thing before I left. Yeah, you know, yeah, I sent yeah. an email to Hong Tat. I'm uh, like, you know, this is my last thing. I'm going to step down tomorrow. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Or he could argue like, yeah, like if I was there, the transition wouldn't have been oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, like, you know, that kind of thing. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, man. Oh yeah, because he's been away for six months. Yes, since July. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, actually. So what I was saying about Chi Hong Tat's power move and all, technically, Soren hasn't been there for six months. Yeah, but but at the same time he didn't have the full authority he was acting minister true, and all that true, right? you know yeah, maybe he true. just had to continue what, with whatever was already on track already yeah, like, right? yeah. first power move is okay first, now I got the title let me do this power move yeah. <laughs> solid man yeah. Uh, but yeah man uh, but yeah speaking of uh, power moves you know there are Singaporean brands and companies that have also moved overseas and, and you know uh created buzz also like, right mm. uh, and this one just got a lot of buzz recently because someone did a video about it what is this uh, Singaporean brand yeah it's old chunky man mm. uh, and it was uh, featured in a video by a pretty big content creator uh, in Singapore Chef Bob yeah um, who I think he's I mean he's definitely a chef Mm-hmm. I don't know whether he owns his own restaurant or something, but he's quite prolific on social media, man. He has like 270,000 plus followers on TikTok. Wow. So he posted this video of him in Trafalgar Square in London, mm. just going to the old chunky branch in Trafalgar Square. Is that how you pronounce it? Trafalgar? Then how? I don't know. That's Trafal- why I'm asking. Trafalgar. Trafalgar. I don't know. Trafalgar. Yeah. How do I say it? Trafalgar. Trafalgar Square. I thought. I thought oh, uh, it's Trafalgar. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's not yeah, Trafalgar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. Trafalgar. Okay, okay. Trafalgar. <laughs> Trafalgar. Trafalgar. A square in London, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, Terence, yeah. he's yeah. in London. Your mind's still in Doha thinking <laughs> of the truffle, <laughs> yeah, truffle I need to, caviar. I'm go for Harry Potter play. <laughs> or Kinky Cats. Kinky yeah, Boots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he had a video where he walked into the old chunky branch there mm. uh, and bought a sardine curry puff. Mm. Uh, and he cost him four and a quarter pounds, mm. which translates to about seven Singapore dollars. And he was saying how, you know, especially when you're abroad in cold weather, a sardine curry puff just hits the spot. Uh, the only yeah. thing I was missing was Tarek, like, which mm. he couldn't get there. Correct. So a lot of people online were saying, huh, seven dollars for curry puff. Sardine uh, puff, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. For for sardine puff. Mm. Uh, how is that possible? So then, it it caused some some discussion online, la. Yeah. But uh, but what made you wanna wanna talk about this? Uh? Um, I think interesting, all right, because recently all the price hikes, mm. uh, for whatever reasons, lah, right? Old Chunky was, I think, uh, got quite a bit of flack for the fact that their curry puffs went up to two dollars, right? Uh, I think you and I, we were. Even, when we walked past Old Chunky one day and then I remarked that it was oh so expensive. Yeah. And uh, I think like the lady behind the counter was like a bit taken aback yeah. by the comment, right? Yeah, because you said it, you were in front of me, you <laughs> pointed and you said you walked off and then the lady didn't look at me. 
<laughs> then I was like, I tried to convey through my eyes, sorry for my friend for being so rude, but I couldn't say anything. So what, I just wait. What, what, just what was rude? What was rude about uh, a comment that I just said? Oh, it's so expensive. I don't know the way you did. It, you know, you you in your sachet, you're like, oh, so expensive. Then you just walked <laughs> off. <laughs> I didn't even say I was going to buy. I was just looking at it. Oh, so expensive. That's all. Yeah, la, yeah but yeah. still, like you imagine, like you set up your own thing, and maybe you're mm. not in charge of the pricing. And old Chucky stuff always quite quite nice, lah, right? I mean, generally older. Yeah, quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Then, then you just pointed. I look at it. Then she said, she showed me. She sent me a look, Terence. Uh-huh. There was like, oh, it's not my fault. Okay, it's not my fault. And I had to tell her through my eyes. Don't worry. He's just you know he's hungry. He's a hungry man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you just sashayed off, lah. Yeah, yeah. Then went to buy something. <laughs> so yeah, he bought yeah, a pow or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so that. The price of old chunky curry puffs has yeah. been on people's minds. And yeah. now someone is overseas telling us, hey, old chunky is seven dollars here, you know. Seven seven twenty five actually. Yeah. Are you yours in Singapore? In in some ways, like it makes people think, hey, are you complaining too much about the price of old chunky in Singapore? Like? Mm. This is London, right? But but I mean some people did say that, wow, it's insane. How can it be seven dollars? Which I found like, huh? But why why would it I mean okay, so there's one thing when a local brand goes abroad. They they will they can mark it up lah right, mm. but then at the same time I'm guessing the rent there is also like not the cheapest. Yeah, Trafalgar Square is quite a quite a well known spot lah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I mean you look at the packaging also like the old chunky packet there was a lot uh, nicer yeah, than the old chunky packet in Singapore, yeah. right? So yeah, so when people are complaining, I don't know, man. Like like what's your experience eating Singaporean food abroad? Uh? It's always expensive because procuring the ingredients is tough, man. Yeah. Like even ourselves as students when we were studying in the US and all, I remember trying to make like carrot cake. I remember trying to make like satay even. And yeah, just procuring all the ingredients that you need, even like from big supermarkets in Chinatown. Mm. Not easy, man. Like mm. you can't get the exact flavor or the exact texture that you want for each of these things. Mm. So not to say that Old Chunky has the same problem as, as like a 22-year-old student in, in whatever, right? Mm. But the truth is that these ingredients are probably will probably cost more like, to procure yeah, yeah. and and get there, and uh, to achieve the same texture and everything as old chunky you get in Singapore. Like. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like um, like what what you mentioned just now about you know just now, like, are we complaining too much? Because mm. we read regularly see reports saying that Singapore is damn expensive, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the one thing that always depresses it is like hawker center food, and I mean roadside snacks in Singapore like old chunky is still cheaper anecdotally compared to other first world cities right mm, mm. like when you go to London if you want to get a snack for two pounds right yeah. what can you get a candy I, or maybe yeah, a, yeah. a candy bar or something so in this yeah. case um, but yeah like uh, I also think that that is also not the best thing to take away that oh London is so much more expensive than Singapore yeah, yeah. because he didn't compare like the price of beer or something mm. right so uh, just felt like I mean if you didn't see this article, how much do you think Old Chunky would have costed in London? Um, thereabouts, uh, I would have imagined it being somewhere in that range. Thereabouts, uh. because it's like, it's like when all the pastries and all that are being sold here in Singapore. People now, Singaporeans, all were paying like seven dollars, eight dollars right? for croissant or some. Uh, what's a more Centricole or something? Uh. Yeah, 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 and all that kind of thing. People queuing Truffle. up for it. Yeah. Uh, the croffles and stuff like that. I don't even. All the combinations are all out there. All the, the hybrids and all that. Right, we're paying like top dollar for these things. Mm. So why is it when a Singaporean pastry goes overseas? Yeah, and people expect it to be like two dollars or something. You know. Yeah, it should. It should also, be seen as exotic and and very unique, Right. Yeah. So 
I, I think it's totally, when you're in London, that's what you should be paying for Singapore food. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, like even Chef Bob alluded to it at the end. He said, you know, he's very proud to see Old Chunky there. Mm, mm. Being able to sell it for the price that is comparable to other, you know, like fancy pastries there and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to see people buying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's so like, hey, awesome, yeah, old chunky. Like, fucking London. And like what you said, if you go to France, you get the croissants, you probably can get it for like one euro. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I don't know one euro. Probably. Certain parts maybe can get yeah. one euro, right? And then yeah. you come to Singapore, you pay like, yeah. The cheapest croissant maybe is two plus dollars. Uh, yeah, I think it's like four dollars or five dollars now, most most places. Uh, most yeah. places. Uh, unless Three you go to like dollars. neighborhood bakery or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. But yeah, so this one, old chunky curry puff. Well done, man. Yeah. Plus the fact that with the climate in London, you know, like like now it's probably really cold. Uh. Oh yeah! Wow, you eat all these things. Wow, fucking shock, shock, man. Man. And that's something we never get to experience because uh. in Singapore is always hot. Even <laughs> you blast yourselves with aircon, somewhere you're sweating somewhere, lah, right? In fact, you want to blow the curry puff to cool it down a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, lah, so hot. Uh. <laughs> exactly. Because you look at the old chunky outlet; it actually is not the same as a Singapore outlet. No? Singapore yeah, yeah. outlet, you know, it's just like sticking out of the wall. Yeah. This one, it looks damn good from outside. It's yellow. Is you proper you walk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I wish they have Tetare also, but oh sardine puff, spicy mala chicken puff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like uh I, I know last time when I was studying, there were a few restaurants that serve Malaysian and Singaporean food. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Uh, a chicken rice is damn expensive. Yeah. It was not bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh but it was expensive. La. Yeah. Then you yeah. get a nice roti prata abroad, wow, solid. And that feeling of connection to home yeah. fire taste buds is Priceless lah yeah, when priceless. you're overseas. When you're missing home or missing your friends and all that. Yeah, and you just get some oh, wow, this roti prata all shook, man. Yeah. Reminds me of when I tried to bring like a couple of like uh American, you know, girls to like the Malaysian restaurant last dates, time. Dates, yeah, dates. Not dates, like I think I think it was a like, group together. Like, uh, and I remember like trying to get them to eat chicken rice and all that and all you know, comment was like, Oh, this is interesting. The chicken is cold. cold. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> Skin is, you know, textures are clammy and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, everything is interesting because like, it was just so strange for them. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. when I felt like, oh, it's cool. You know, the, the food that we eat actually is a lot more exotic than we we make it out to be. Like, yeah, know? it is. And I'm yeah. sure people abroad who are listening, uh, they also will probably relate understanding that, hey, Singapore food actually is damn good. Yeah. Uh, and you cannot you cannot replace it anywhere in the world. Yeah. I would say uh, that uh, rather than Teh Tarik, maybe in London, it's part of the experience that you should have it with a pint of beer. Like, you oh, know, a spicy yeah. sardine. Usually, then after yeah. that, while well, you drink a beer, cold pint, shock, right? Yeah. And but then in, it will probably cost less than, a lot less than the beer yeah, in Singapore. Tarik, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, price. yeah that's right. <laughs> so your beer... Sari puff combination will be the same both. Yeah, same as yeah. Tetaring. <laughs> same, same as Tetaring <laughs> and Kari puff in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah, maybe, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah but yeah, like, interesting. Like, mm. oh, like uh, I mean, kudos to Old Chunky, man. I didn't even know they were in London. So, so what is the the one like comfort food that you ate while overseas from Singapore that that, that you feel would be worth like paying inflated prices for? Uh, chicken rice and prata. Chicken rice and prata. Uh, why? Why so specifically these two? And so uh, sure. I mean, chicken rice is one of those foods that I've been eating since young. Oh, okay. And prata. In fact, I eat chicken rice more often than prata. But prata is just on its own. It's so awesome, la. Oh, is it? Yeah. And then you just you dip it and like oh. Then for you, carrot cake. Uh, no, I think Hokkien mee. Oh, Hokkien mee. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was working on the west coast of the US and all. There was one Singaporean restaurant like near near where I I, I lived uh, and. 
I think even Go Chok Tong like visited the restaurant before. Mm. But they had a Hokkien meat that was like about 80-90% there. You were really, not not say cry la, but like you walk in and then you're tapaoing and then you want people to recognize you're from Singapore. La, and then you're like, oh, I would like a Hokkien meat piece. You, know, you try to talk like so that people recognize that you're Singaporean and give you something. But yeah, never lah. That's la. true. Yeah, but I saw Go Chok Tong's photo there everything. I was like, wow. wow. Can't wait to tell my American colleagues about this. Oh, Hokkien yeah, yeah. meat. Yeah, Hokkien yeah, meat also. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, for me, it'll be chicken rice and, and prata. And I'm assuming now if you go back, there are probably more stalls like yeah, that. Probably. I assume like because people are also a lot more open to overseas food. People, I I assume now in uh, the US, Singapore is a bit more well known. Thanks to Crazy Rich Asians. Thanks yeah. to Crazy Rich Asians. Thanks yeah. to a bunch of other things also, right? What else? Uh? I mean F one. I mean COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, COVID. So so yeah, like it won't be like oh you're from Singapore. How are the Tamil Tigers? Yeah, yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man. Cool. Cool, man. And uh, now, on to one of our favorite segments. One show comment. Yes. What is your one show comment? This one's a fun one. My one show comment is not one specific comment, but it's a barrage of comments <laughs> uh, on our TikTok. So, I mean, we have been trying to uh, put more excerpts out there on TikTok. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> past few days, we've been uploading excerpts from our podcast about the whole Iswaran saga. La. Yep. So, there was one... Where we took an excerpt from uh, Yalabad, I think it was for, I mean, one of the recent ones, mm-hmm. where we were just toying with the idea about how, you know, maybe Iswaran uh, going to Doha and, and dealing with accepting all those things was part of doing business. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost taking one for the team so that we can bring F1 to Singapore and, you know, like have all the trickle-down effects on the economy and just mm-hmm. like bantering about it in a kind of like just entertaining the idea, like, right? Yeah. But then on TikTok, right? Because yeah. we only showed that part. On TikTok, wow, the comments are like, I think they really talk, took it at face value as we were trying to justify insurance things. Are. So yeah. I'll just read you some highlights. Sure. Uh, my all-time favorite is Indian justifying Indian crime. <laughs> that was, that was a, a, a great one. Uh, then the, another one was are you guys serious advocating for and justifying corruption in the name of the greater good uh, how far have we fallen yeah. uh, these guys are pro PAP mouthpiece justifying corruption jokers they aren't they are just people who lack integrity and assume everyone else lacks it too <laughs> Ooh, like, I think they really thought we were just going all out on justifying it and I'm and I know these a lot of these comments are quite like uh hateful and all, but I'm fucking loving reading it, man. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I love it because it's very clear. This is the audience who lives and dies on TikTok. Yeah, they don't go to other platforms. They don't listen to the full context of what we talked about on the podcast. Yeah, they're just assuming that this clip represents everything about our views about yeah, Iswaran. <laughs> right, we spend like an hour trying to justify just it. Talking. Yeah, and then another one is like, what are you advocating? What you are advocating are friends with benefits, just like how both of you started this podcast. <laughs> <What the fuck>? <laughs> <laughs> Gaslighting puppets, steering the narrative to justify corruption, shameful. <laughs> oh my god, this is great! And the video continues to rack up the views, like. So, so I mean, we're not doing it intentionally. It was just like more like a joke kind of thing, but people taking it seriously, man. We should just continue posting yeah, we clips should, we should. on the TikTok. Don't explain. Don't we don't need to justify explain anything. We just keep posting and then we'll see what, what we All our yeah. butt moments like yeah, yeah, you come to moments. the podcast for the yala, yeah. but the TikTok for the butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, man. So so gonna gonna have more fun with that. Yeah. What about you, man? 
uh, mine's also because you alerted me to all this activity on TikTok. Uh. I also looked at the video where we talked about uh, Iswaran's $4,700 mm. stay in Doha, like the one night mm, mm, mm. stay that we referenced earlier as a presidential suite. Like. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the interesting comments, or at least a couple of them, not just even one, like, uh, from uh, the name Lobin Hood. <laughs> Poor people are so easily impressed. Ha 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 ha. So, so us, la, is it? Saying, la? yeah, we are poor people, very impressed by $4,700 suite. La. And I mean, I, I say this not because the comment is fun or anything, but it really made us, like, yesterday I was talking to you, we started to examine, hey, is $4,700, like what will that get you in Doha? Yeah, right? yeah. And then we actually went out and started looking up how much a suite in like the Crown Plaza Hotel and all that would cost. Mm. And uh, even in Singapore, like how much a you know, a, a villa at Capella or something would cost, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. And then it led us quite down quite an interesting rabbit hole. Uh, interesting fact, I found out that, you know, like, uh, say, one of those, the general villas at Capella, you know, mm. those first story where you have a small little private pool that, that I know about because last time, uh, I actually went to stay as a special treat because they allow dogs. Oh. And I was very big on dogs, right? So I mm. actually spent one night there. It was about a thousand a night, which I thought was crazy. Now I look at it, it's $2,300 mm. a night to stay at that place. Mm. So the price has more than doubled really since then. Oh, so $2,300 a night? Uh. In that context, I think what people are saying that, you know, poor people are easily impressed is that $4,700 a night for a higher than the average normal suite is actually a small amount really. Mm. And I think you also looked up how much in Doha a suite cost and yeah. what was the number? I think a presidential suite at the Four Seasons cost about $8,007. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that tells you $4,700 may not even be that much. Like it's not like uh, it's not like God tier or anything. Like, yeah. right? I, I love how you have put so much like insight and like research into one comment <laughs> yeah. when all this guy might be doing <laughs> You know, he might be one of those peeing at a urinal yeah, using yeah. one hand <laughs> on his phone. And he's just be like, ah, nah, nah. but here is Terrence, you know, dissecting and like looking at the nuances of that comment. Uh. I mean, this segment is <laughs> called one shoot comment. We, <laughs> I tell you, comment. we don't, we don't lie when we say we read comments uh, and we, we think about them and things like that. We don't lie. We yeah, do we were really it. sitting at the table researching the price of hotels yeah, yeah, yesterday yeah. because it's it's also interesting for us to sort of assess were we also like overstating what. Mm. That amount was, but I still, I still think four thousand seven hundred is still like, a big amount for a, a person, whether you're median or even seventy five percent percentile of income and all that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even if you earn that kind of money, is it wise to spend that kind of money? Mm. Uh, that's the question, uh, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I stand by what I said, and I'm glad that even these kind of troll comments make us think about these things. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, TikTok, man, TikTok yeah. is is TikTok. great for <laughs> that purpose, lah. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, but yeah, what about your one shock thing, man? Uh, I need to pull mine up. Do you have yours already? Yes, I do. Yes. So mine is a, an article I read that sounds a bit too good to be true. Mm. It is basically uh, a company in China has developed a nuclear-powered battery that can last mm. 50 years without recharging. Yeah. Uh, the, the battery is smaller than a coin. Okay. Uh, and can, yeah, like it is done, uh, created by Beijing-based startup BetaVolt Technology. Mm. So, yeah, there's actually like nuclear isotopes uh, inside the coin. I mean, inside the, the battery. Okay. And like the, like the semiconductors convert energy into electrical power. So, I think um, like right now, it is just a prototype. It's just like, yeah, 1.5 cm by 1.5 cm. Mm. They said it's planning to mass produce this battery by end of the year. 
Wow. Uh, and it's uh, insane. Lah. Mm. Uh, so there are radioactive elements inside. Um, but unlike like the fusion or fission, which yeah. is the general process, right? You know, you split or you fuse atoms. This The decay of the isotopes in this is apparently spontaneous. So okay. everything that comes out after that is uh, stable. Uh, I see. So there's no radioactive. I mean, radio things remain radioactive when they're still uh, radiating like gamma rays and yeah. losing all those electrons and all. Yeah, yeah. But when it's a stable atom, uh, then there's no more radioactivity. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, uh, I mean, they say they want to mass produce. Uh, I don't know how true it is. They say they are currently the only firm capable of doping and manufacturing large-scale uh, semiconductor materials that can do these mm. nuclear batteries. Mm, mm. But basically, nuclear batteries. Can you imagine? Uh, it's like you change your remote thing. Uh, it just goes on. You, you don't even need to change it. Yeah. But I'm a bit a bit uh, cautious about these things. Mm, mm. Because back in the day, like, uh, you know, you know, I, I enjoy camera lenses and stuff yeah, like that. You know, yeah. there are some ca- old camera lenses from the 70s and all that even today are considered radioactive. Really? Yeah. Because they used thorium, which is a radioactive material, they mixed it into the glass that was used in lenses. So those lenses, nowadays, you oh. look through them, they're a bit yellow because radioactive decay. And you hold a Geiger counter up to them, they will actually ta 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 you know? Oh, shit. Yeah, so there's a whole, during the 70s, there's a whole batch, a whole wave of like radioactive lenses that you can still get today, you can still buy and everything. Lenses. But it, it kind of tells you that, you know, um, was there long-term thinking about what you know, the use of these radioactive yeah, elements yeah. will do to all these products in the future, right? Yeah. Uh, so when someone tells me now that, yeah, oh, it's safe and it's stable, even yeah, though it's I'm going to be like, uh, okay, yeah, will you be around in 40 years' time to, you know, tell me that it's completely safe, right? Yeah, and, and I mean, especially coming out of like China, I mean, no yeah. disrespect to the country of China, yeah. but uh, sometimes you read stuff, you're like, oh, is this really true? Because mm. it's a world's first, yeah. so it might not even be fully working, Correct, but yeah. I, I guess there's a lot of research going into nuclear technology. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if you do fission well, especially, or fusion well, especially, there's a lot less radioactive materials that come out of it. Fission is the one that has problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. Interesting. I'm like, oh, shit. Was this on the back of Oppenheimer getting all the buzz? Oh, no, 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 no. I, sh- I bookmarked this last week. Oh, last week. Uh, before Oppenheimer was announced to have... 13 nominations. Uh. I see, I see. Yeah, is that your one shook thing? No, 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 it's not, it's not. Then what's yours? Uh, my one shook thing, I'm so movie related somewhat. Uh, was actually, uh, you know the band that sang Barbie Girl, Aqua? Yeah? Yeah, you know, they, because of Barbie Girl and everything, they've a bit of a, had a bit of resurgence since. Uh-huh. So, I think over New Year's Eve and everything, they were performing at like some big venues in the US. Is it? And also, it was quite cute, lah, right? You know, to see them dancing around, performing Aqua and they're like, older like 40s maybe 50 I don't know uh, but still looks quite funky you know like funky old band kind of thing uh, and then there was a red carpet interview where they just sort of asked about the resurgence uh, and then the lead singer of Aqua I can't remember her name uh. she just broke down and cried uh, you know just saying how happy she was you know to be back performing in America and oh, shit, relevant really? again and all so yeah it's just a nice little you know, not only the fact that they, 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 you know, had a bit of resurgence, but just that they understand what it means now like, to, to you know, not to take that, that, that popularity and that, that fame and whatever for, for granted, like, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Because, yeah, a lot of younger people <laughs> probably yeah. would not have heard that song, right, during its heyday. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back then, and Aqua wasn't only known for that song. They were pretty... What are those, eh? They had a bunch of other yeah, songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, Barbie Girl was the big one, but they were very popular as like a mainstream pop group back then, right? Yeah. And uh, But then they just faded after after some time, right? So, uh, yeah, it's yeah, just actually. nice to see them back uh, and just like, you know, as older and maybe wiser and appreciating what they're enjoying now. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, Dr. Jones. Yes, Dr. Jones and a bunch Dr. of others. Dr. Jones. Also, like, turn back time. Yeah, turn back time. Oh, all famous. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. That's cool. So, I, I, I yeah, didn't realize that they had performed all these shows over New Year's Eve. But yeah, I'll definitely be watching them. Nice. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Awesome. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And remember... Yeah. Do follow us and wherever you're listening to watching, uh, uh, listening yeah. to us or watching us right now. On the way to Coldplay, maybe. On waiting, the Coldplay to Coldplay, yeah. yeah. Pre-gaming, you know. Pre-gaming. I don't know who would pre-game <laughs> to a podcast. <laughs> yeah. But if you are, uh, just just uh, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Yep. And uh, yeah, if you want to work with us, mm. email us at minist- contact at ministryoffunny.com. Cool. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>